Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Scar Free Foundation podcast. We're a charity based in London and we fund research into wound healing and scarring. We work with leading scientists and clinicians from world-class institutions across the UK. Our ultimate aim is to achieve scar-free healing within a generation. Since we were established 23 years ago, we've overseen a £50 million programme of life-changing medical research. In this podcast, you'll be meeting our researchers, volunteers and Scar-Free Foundation ambassadors, people with a lived experience of scarring. We want to give you an insight into the impact of scarring and also share exciting updates about our research. So if you're a person with a lived experience, a researcher or someone who's just interested in the subject, this podcast's for you. Improving the lives of people living with scarring or encountering it in the future is at the heart of everything we do. So as much as you'll be hearing from me and from our researchers, you'll be hearing a lot from our ambassadors over the coming months. Their stories, message and opinions are invaluable to us because they help us to fund the right research and also illustrate the impact of scarring. My name's Charlotte Coates and I'm Head of Research Funds at the Foundation. In today's episode, you'll hear about why scarring is such a problem and what we're doing to try and make it a thing of the past. A scar is left on the skin after a wound is healed. Whether it's the result of an accident or surgery, everyone most probably has a scar somewhere on their body. As we know, scars tell stories. They recall the events that caused them. They're anecdotes, a bit of fun maybe, something interesting to talk about. But for some people, living with a lifelong impact of significant scarring is both physically and psychologically challenging. Significant scarring can actually affect the way that people are able to use their bodies and even their ability to breathe. Scars also cause itching and loss of movement and scarred skin, it doesn't stretch as much as unscarred skin. So people with significant scars often down the line, many years after their initial injury, need operations to release their scars or have skin grafts. Here's Ambassador and Scarfree Foundation trustee Hermani, who experienced a burn injury when she was 18 months old. It's not about that initial thing when you go to hospital and get looked after acutely. The, the impact of burns is lifelong. And when you grow, your scars don't grow. So you have to keep having operations. And it's, it's just endless. And it's just a lifelong issue. And it's not just cosmetic. The impact that scarring has on function can also really affect people's day-to-day lives, including their ability to undertake activities such as leisure work and school. Here's Ambassador Yako, who survived sepsis. So for instance, in my case, obviously the loss of function of my hands. Restriction of function has an impact on, on everything, you know, from getting washed and dressed and preparing food or Every daily activity is constricted because of the loss of function. But it's not just the physical impact. For some people, scarring can present psychological and social challenges, negatively impacting on self-esteem and confidence. What it does is make you think twice. It makes you think twice before you leave the house. Where are you going? Who are you going to see? What are you going to do? Are you going to be able to do it? That is the, the mental journey I have to go through just to leave the front door in the morning. That was Scar Free Foundation Ambassador Dan, who underwent significant facial surgery as the result of a diagnosis of sinus cancer in 2012. 
Aside from the personal impact, there's also a significant economic impact to scarring. For example, the care and treatment of acute wounds and scars costs the NHS £9.3 billion a year, which is actually similar to the cost of the treatment of obesity. Also staggeringly, 45% of all deaths in the developed world are attributed to some type of fibrotic or scarring disease. These include heart disease, liver fibrosis and also lung conditions such as cystic fibrosis. So it's clear that scarring is a major issue and it's also one that no other charity apart from the Scar Free Foundation is seeking to address. Here's Simon Weston CBE, our principal ambassador. The Scar Free Foundation has got such a great vision there's a lot of research and a lot of work to do. And I'm just very proud and privileged to be the lead ambassador. But here's the good news. Scar-free healing is possible. We know this because some animals possess the ability to regenerate without scars. Humans can also heal wounds without scars in the womb. But for some reason, we lose this ability when we're born. So our strategy is to fund world-leading research into the healing process, because the more we understand about the way wounds heal, the more we'll be able to do to change how scars form through the development of new treatments, medicines and surgical procedures. The secrets of scarring lie in our genes. Our scientists have identified genes responsible for some people's heightened scarring responses and are working to understand and eventually manipulate these responses. So learning about these genes will have an enormous impact on scar-free healing. But until this happens, we'll continue to fund research that helps people living with scarring today. Research that addresses the visual impact of scarring, the functional impact and psychology. We're driven by the needs of people with a lived experience of scarring. We want to transform lives through the research we conduct. I can't wait to tell you more about what we're up to and more about what we'd like to do in the future in the upcoming podcasts. Until then, Hermani, Dan, Yako and India share what a scar-free world would mean to them. A scar-free world would change everything. That a child doesn't have to be scared to go to school. Far less disability. There's internal scarring, there's external scarring, there's pain and itching. I won't be scared about opening the door to a stranger. When someone goes through a very personal trauma, that's something that they can deal with and heal from without all the outside world having to know. People are actually able to move on from their past, live the most fulfilling life that they can. People who would be able to function at a much higher level than before, physically and emotionally. It's so exciting and and it's just overwhelming to think that we could even have a world without scars. I really want people's outcomes to be far different from mine. And that's why I care so much about what the Scar Free Foundation is doing and how it will change people's lives forever. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like and share. The Scar Free Foundation podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and SoundCloud. We'll be back in a fortnight when we'll be catching up with the Scar Free Foundation's Chief Executive, Brendan Ely, and Professor Peter Weisberg, our Research Chairman, and we'll be talking about research, our new strategy, and all things Scar Free. You can find out more about us at scarfree.org.uk, on Facebook and Instagram, and on Twitter at Scar Free World. Thanks for listening. More soon. Bye-bye.